5 o'clock somewhere. Well, it's here in Southern California, and that means it's another hour of the Andy and Amanda Show, live from the United States and the U.K. Hey, grab your vodka, your tequila, your beer, whatever it might be, and enjoy. It's the Andy and Amanda Program. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Live. Yes, we're here in the USA and the UK. Andy and Amanda. Yeah. Another week. It's the Monday show. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you may be seated. You may be seated. <laughs> what? What is, what, is, what is today, anyway? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my why God. Keep, why do I keep doing that? Why do I, keep doing I don't that? know, Andy. But I'm still. Th- I thought it was Monday when I heard it. <laughs> like Monday. <laughs> Maybe we Why just feel I... like we never get past Monday or something. You know, we think it's a Friday. Could, you know, in that in that the second week in a row, I did that. Didn't I, I introduced it as a Monday show when it was the Wednesday. Yeah. So, well, well, maybe it is week. Monday. We maybe just probably is. don't know. But last week, <laughs> and you guys were to go back to the last week's podcast. The, the last week, I remember totally, totally absent-minded as today. And after we got on and started our conversation, I started asking you guys how your weekend was and all this. Kind of, and then you asked me how my weekend was. And then and it wasn't until after the show that I realized that it was that it was what day was it? Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> but I still didn't twig. It was just crazy. I was just like, yeah, my weekend was. Hang on. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty. It funny. was. So how was your weekend? No, I'm yeah. Well, good. we're back on we're back on our normal uh, scheduled time here. Actually, I guess we are we're on our normal scheduled time on Monday too. But we recorded a show which uh, which Amanda got to do um, for the first time in the middle of her afternoon there in the UK. She's in um, uh, you know about two hours outside of London, and um, and so we had a special very special guest on uh, Mark Lester, who a lot of you might know from, with his name from the film Oliver in which he starred in the lead role of Oliver and of course he's done a tremendous his his CV of films his IMDB um, website will list just dozens of motion pictures and shows that he's been in uh, but Oliver of course is claimed to fame and uh, and we had him on our show um, which we did at noontime on Monday and, and that was like what four in the morning for me or something? Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. You did well. You did well. Thank you. It was very we cool. Missed... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was gonna say we missed Cornell. We missed. I know. Cornell. I'm so sorry that I missed that show. Oh, but you I know couldn't he... be helped, darling. Couldn't be yeah. helped. Yeah. Oh, y'all did a great job. I listened to it. it. It was very great. Y'all did a wonderful job. Oh, bless you. Thank you, sweetheart. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> it was on Monday, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> about it or not that's what i'm sitting here thinking you know you know, oh, i know like, I, I know you know what i'm saying we'll dive in we got some headlines we want to discuss and we are live right now uh you can join our show and um hell 
be our show. We'll listen to you. Go ahead. It's 515. <laughs> 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 515-605-9888. That number again, 515-605-9888. Join the show if you care to do so. Um, and uh, let us know what's on your mind. Let us, you know, what, what your feelings and what's going on in the world, what's going on in your environment, wherever corner of the globe you might be in. We are in 15 countries, and uh, we welcome more listeners on board our show who are listening, uh, either live now or, or on the podcast uh, from whatever corner of the globe you might be. You are, it is a pleasure to have you on board, and we're glad to be doing what we do and hope that we can uh, at least give you some um, relaxing entertainment for the next uh, hour anyway. But what we do here on the show is we do dive into the news and discuss the headlines and current events and talk about whatever else might be on our mind at any given moment. And uh, we're going to kick it off with uh, with Amanda, again, uh, who's in the U.K. And I don't know if I – I guess uh, Amanda introduced Cornell. He's our show coordinator. He puts this whole thing together and kind of you know, prods the show along, really. Um, and he's in Delaware. So, And the interesting thing is – I might want to bring this up just for a minute here – is that none of us on this show have ever met – we never met. No. And, and, and no. people, people want to say, how did you guys finally end up together? Well, I kind of – I dialed out and I got the wrong number. And uh, <laughs> I met you. <laughs> I did the same thing. Did wow. You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a chance. I, I called somehow and this, this, this sexy-looking woman answered the phone and, and, um, and I said, hi, who's this? And she said, well, who's this? I said, it's Andy. So well, this is Amanda. I said, Amanda, do you want to – you sound very sexy. Do you want to do a radio show? <laughs> You say yes, my darling. Yes, yes my, oh, my yes. darling. <laughs> you see, folks, you see, uh, wouldn't you say the same thing if you heard her say that? Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, Cornell put this together. Cornell said, "Hey, you guys would be have, do great on radio together, and your chemistry is is really cool." And, and um, so Cornell put the show together, and that's what that's what he does. That's what this guy yeah, does. Thank you guys. We, but you know me, Andy and Amanda. We did it together as a team. No. Well, I, 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 we, it's we beautiful. Did try. You still did an amazing job. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Yes, he. Did. Uh, Amanda, what's going on over there in the UK? Give us uh, what's, um, what's happening. Okay, so as usual, so many uh, different things around COVID because that seems to be the main headlines all the time. So um, this has been in the news on and off since the situation happened a short time ago. Uh, Two women had gone up the hills for their exercise, a long walk, and were suddenly surrounded by all these officers. And uh, these officers fined them £200 as they appeared to be breaking the law by having a hot drink whilst up on the hill. (laughs) <laughs> so this was seen as a picnic and therefore breaking the lockdown rules. Um, that's unbelievable. That is unreal. Yeah, right? that's, that's overboard. That's overboard. Yeah. Yeah. So since then, the police have apologized over the incident after much pressure and uh, refunded the fine um, as the two women were simply there to exercise. And it was cold, so they took a hot drink with them. Um so it has also caused a lot of concern from the public and a radio presenter today was expressing that the police no longer uphold the law, that they are the law and there are fears of us slipping into a police state. And our Home Secretary, Priti Patel, she's got a beautiful name, right, commented, um, and with my message to anyone refusing to do the right thing, is simple. If you do not play your part, our selfless police officers will enforce the regulations. I will back them to do so. 
Far too often, police officers were risking their health and lives by coming into close contact with people, including those who deny the very existence of the coronavirus, to keep us all safe. We are now at a critical stage in our battle against the virus. So to protect those that you care about and the capacity of our hospitals to protect us all, please stay at home to protect the NHS and save lives. Um, the police have issued so far, I think it's 45,000 fixed penalty notices to people breaking the measures. And um, a couple of examples are the irresponsible behaviour of mm. um, a, a massive boat party with like over 40 people in Hertfordshire. And this surprised me as well, actually, a minibus full of people from different households travelling from my hometown to Wales, which is like the next country over. So um, that that surprised me. I, I You know... People are really throwing caution to the wind. They're not just having a few people. I mean, they're getting a lot of people around them. And, yeah, so that's that. Um, the numbers of infection rates and deaths are decreasing a little, which is great news. And 10 million people have been vaccinated so far. Sure but we are still going to have to be strict with lockdown, as you can imagine. Uh, schools won't be opening any earlier than the 8th of March. Um, AstraZeneca are getting ready for another new vaccine that will tackle the variants, should it be needed, and I've said that it doesn't take long to tweak and would only need small trials before it can roll out. And our health secretary, Matt Hancock, praised the success of the current vaccine so far and said how it's making us all a bit safer. But the biggest concern regarding variants is the effect of the South African variant, which has shown signs of being able to escape some of the protective effects of the vaccines. And there have been signs this has already begun circulating in some parts of the UK, which has prompted surge testing to be introduced into parts of London, Surrey, Kent, Hertfordshire and Southport. And apparently the mutation behind this variant called E484K has also been detected in some of the infections caused by UK strains that are circulating in parts of Bristol and Liverpool. And... The last part I want to share with you, and I come with sudden news about our dear Captain Sir Tom Moore, whom I talked about on Monday's show. Yeah, who I was going to bring that up. Died. Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. and he died yesterday. Um, our Prime Minister led a tribute to Sir Tom by clapping on our doorsteps, just as we did in the first lockdown for our NHS workers. That used to be a weekly thing. Every Thursday, 8 o'clock, everybody would stand on their doorstep and applaud in the streets. So um, people from all walks of life, to all walks of life, even <laughs> took part in clapping from their doors for him, including football teams taking a moment out of respect, NHS workers, soldiers. Um, I tell you guys, it's been a very sad and touching moment for our nation. And he was like a grandfather to us all, offering hope and inspiration not to give up. Um, so he shall be missed and never forgotten. And I had my share of tears today and yesterday for him. Um, he was just a courageous and beautiful soul. So from all of us here on the Andy and Amanda show, our love and thoughts go out to his family and friends and to all those impacted by his loss. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, I, I read yeah. about that and uh, I saw some of his videos. Folks, if you want to see something incredibly endearing and uh, a real a tearjerker maybe is, is to look up uh, Sir uh, uh, Thomas Moore, right? Uh, Tom Moore, Colonel Tom Moore. Cap Captain, Captain Sir Tom Moore, yeah. And, uh, and you'll see, he's 100 years old. He did 100 uh, laps around his garden to raise money um, for charitable organizations there. And um, it's the guy was an incredible human being, an incredible soul. And uh, COVID yeah. got him. 
COVID. Uh, yeah, he and, uh, and my uh, a manager and uh, producer that I worked with for, for quite a while uh, in the early stages of my career, um, and he has a folk radio show in Philadelphia, and I've been his guest, and he's also interviewed me in a show he does called Performing Songwriter. I know a guy named Ray Naylor. He's, he's been around the folk world as a performer himself, really, and uh, but mostly a, uh, a folk show host um, and promoter of folk music, his uh, father-in-law passed away last week of COVID as well. The number of people wow. who I personally know of uh, four who've either died, three people I know who actually passed away from COVID and, and, uh, but he makes the fourth person who I know of who, who died from COVID and, uh, they're dealing with that now. And it's, uh, it's sad. It really is sad. There's, um, yeah, that is tragic. Let's, yeah. let's cover the numbers now since uh, we're on it, um, which yes. we do every show. Uh, let's see where we stand. Let me look this up here real quick. And, uh, oh, I can't believe it. I guess we're on it later. That's why today's numbers are up. Um, the um, total deaths are back up again in the USA. We were we were feeling a little optimistic for a couple of shows when they were down around 18 or 1900. And I, I can't say that, I, you know, wow, hey, only 1800 human beings died. Um but, uh, you know, one death is too many, as we've said so many times, and everybody pretty much feels the same way about that, unless you're one who believes in those far-reaching, baseless conspiracy theories and think this is all a hoax by the Democrats, um, yeah. which, of course, it is not. That is, that is a big lie. Um, but anyway, getting to today's numbers, um, 3,999 people died in the last 24 hours here in the United States from COVID. And, Amanda, where you are, 1,322 died in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, to- total deaths in the United States is now 461,930. And in the uh, UK, it's um, 109,335. 27 yeah. million cases of COVID, 27 million in the United States, 3,871 in the UK. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, yes. the, the, the vaccines are, are rolling out, and they made an announcement uh, yesterday, the White House did, um, that 21 uh, pharmaceutical chains are going to be um, um, distributing and, and injecting um, the, um, the vaccine. So that includes like Walgreens, yeah. CVS, um, and so forth. Those types of stores are going to get in the green light. Um, and the, the question is, uh, because the Moderna and the uh, Pfizer vaccine have to be kept and stored at sub-freezing temperatures and dry ice, um, how that's going to be facilitated, and they're kind of you know trying to make it safe. So the vaccines, of course, will be effective when you get them, and they're stored properly, and that's happening now. Um, the AstraZeneca, what's it called? The AstraZeneca? The Astra who? <laughs> AstraZeneca. Thank you. Astra I think I prefer that. The Astro Wave. Yes, the Astro whatever. That you're you're that's in the UK now. You guys are using that there that there. Yeah, it's uh, you guys not using that there you're not you're using that there vaccine now, aren't you now? Yeah, I see I see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um but you guys are are using that. Well, as a matter of fact, we had Mark Lester on on uh, Monday, and he had received the Oxford, all right, the um, that exact the vaccine. The, yeah, 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 yeah. And that that's yeah. a two dose process, right? It's a two dose. 
you know, uh, as far as I know, I, I think we yeah. had this discussion before. It confused me there because there's various sources online were saying it was one dose, and then everybody yeah, else was referring to two uh, doses. Yeah, I saw the same thing. I think the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is the only one right now that is when it becomes available will be a one one shot does it to it uh, injection. Yeah. And here's what's happening now regarding the vaccines, and and they are you know the numbers are they're just they're. they're the distribution channels have opened up. I mean, they're 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 getting this stuff out there um, in in very significant numbers right now, which is so great to see. Um, yeah. The um, so here's what we know about the vaccines. Um, they are very effective in preventing you from reacting to the spike protein to the COVID virus. You, you'll become yeah. infected by it, but you won't react to it. Um, but now we're hearing about, everybody's reading about, and, and we've discussed on this program, all these different mutations of the coronavirus spike protein, the, the, the COVID, what causes the COVID virus. And the question is, well, if all these mutations are happening, um, will this vaccine that we've been discussing, the many factions mm. of the vaccine, will it be effective and the the actual answer is it should be effective because the the vaccine works comprehensively on the spike protein as a whole but it really is not known specifically so here's what's happening there's going to be you know how when you you're a kid or if you have kids whatever you get an injection and then later on you get a booster shot i think tetanus like you get a tetanus shot then you get a tetanus booster or might be right what they're going to be doing is rolling out various booster shots as this thing mutates and changes form that will be rolled right. out over a period of time, but not in such urgency and, and, and fanaticism, so to speak, that we have to do this right now. Oh my God, the, the, the vaccines everybody has or 70% of the population has you know, looking at uh, isn't effective anymore because of this thing mutated and there's, it's, the new mutations getting around the vaccine. They're not really concerned about it that much. Every, the consensus is, and again, I'm not a scientist. You know, I'm a guitar player. Okay, so anyway, uh, <laughs> but, but from my from from my guitar player questionable mind um, is is um, and but but I did uh, but in all honesty though I, I do research and, and look at facts and data and, and we've talked to enough scientists and read enough articles and participated in scientific symposiums and and, and as a you know as a and, and string a, it together, no pun intended. And string, yeah, and string it together. Um, yes. So that's a good one. I like that. And yeah. String it together. So we're able to, as laymen ourselves, as people who are not in the scientific community, and as a service, you know, we dive into this stuff and 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 kind of digest it in layman terms and try to, you know, express this information to our listeners in a fashion of which makes sense and is easy to digest and understand. And we simplified this, but what? And in a simple, simplifying it, um, what it means is that the the ongoing trajectory of this virus is pretty much understood, and it is very uh, well accepted that this thing is going to continue to mutate and mutate and mutate, and that's how viruses survive. Here's the interesting aspect of this, and this is something I've been diving into as well recently. Do you remember when the vaccine first came out? It was uh, 
you know, how, not the vaccine, excuse me, the virus first you know, started yes. rolling out and they thought it was Hunan and the, and the meat markets and the open air and from a bat mm. and from hanging raw poultry and, and bats, yeah. and, right? Uh, and that's where it came from. And then um, I may have been somebody in the Trump administration um, that started <laughs> saying that this is created in a Chinese lab. Yeah. China, China did this whether intentional or not, this was nothing that came from a bat or, or its raw component obviously came from a bat down somewhere, somewhere. But they, the Chinese Wuhan labs took this protein and were working with it and were working with it in two respects. What could be the potential danger to the human species with this spike protein or B, we have, we have a weapon that can knock out the population of the world. Mm. And... So here's the interesting considerations. When a virus mutates, it here's it, I'll even go back further than that. Let's see. I'm gonna take a couple steps back. Okay. When okay. somebody gets a virus, the virus invades your body and it expels most of its energy in doing what it does to your body. It really doesn't spend too much energy finishing you off. And then jumping to somebody else and doing it to them. Yeah, that mm. is not not the normal life cycle of a virus of the of the core cell, the core protein that 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 a virus is predicated upon. A, right. So a virus doesn't come into your body, do all sorts of damage, then say, okay, I'm done, and then jump out of your body. Oh, there's somebody. I'll go. I'll go do it to them too. Yeah, and that is not normal. No, that's way off. That's no. way off the charts. So is it possible, and I don't want to go ahead and, you know, we don't know the, the answer to this, but we have to discuss possibility. Is it possible that this was, in fact, being investigated and researched in a lab, and maybe it got on somebody's lab coat or the clothes or something, they went outside, bam, there we go. You know, is it possible? And, and the more, yeah. Good, yeah. good. But the more I'm reading and, and learning about the behavior of this virus, the core element, the basic virus, the more I'm starting to think that's not how viruses work. What? Mm -hmm. this, this, this particular virus is breaking a lot of laws. Yeah. Which you know, is pretty scary. It's pretty scary, and it's so easy to downplay, oh, the, you know, the conspiracy theories, uh, you know, oh, yeah, right, the Chinese were, were invented this as a, a weapon. Well, maybe not. They, maybe they were not developing this as a weapon. Maybe they're doing their own research, and when they're going to divulge their research, let the rest of the scientific community around the world know what they were doing would have been terrific if they knew yeah. more than what they, let, what they let on that they knew on the onset yeah. of this would have been terrific. Uh, and here's the other aspect of this virus, which is really interesting. I would call it a bacteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A what? Yeah, a, what? <laughs> a bacteria. Oh, sorry. Yes. But yeah, but but it's not a bacteria. It's because like, a bacteria is, is a living. Uh, bacteria is is alive. The virus is really not a living thing. A virus is a protein. It's actually genetic material that's surrounded in in, in microscopic fat, really. Yeah. Uh, but it's not living. You know, it, it it's it's uh, it's genetic mutating material that's microscopically floats around and there, there are over 15,000 different, you know, and our human body, you know, combats viruses every single day. You know, we have an amazing defense system and we're able to get to knock out a lot of these things 
you know, without us even knowing ever been affected by them. I mean, there are viruses. If you, I mean, viruses only by definition, not viruses. Oh my God, I got a virus. I'm going to get sick and die. But but many viruses mutate. They, they mutate. And here's the interesting thing about this virus: that usually, when a virus mutates, it sheds off in that process a lot of the other powers or capability that it has. Um, so it can mutate. So, so the mutating virus, after it's mutated and done something else, changed, it's usually not as effective as the original virus was. Yeah. Well, I mean, in other words, if you here's virus A, it changes and mutates, becomes virus B, but in that process lost a lot of its destructive power. So it's a virus, but it's not as powerful as that virus A was. Right. It can be more, right? This yeah. mutations of this virus are A, more transmittable and as or more destructive as virus A. Okay. What the hell? But that breaks yeah. a lot of laws. Yeah. Right? yeah it it breaks a lot of laws. So, and, and I don't know the answer to this. So I'm, I'm putting this out there. Is it possible that maybe this thing was or did originate in a lab? Perhaps not yeah. as an intentional destroyer of the human race, or maybe it was. No. I, we, we don't know. But yeah. it's interesting just to think about possibility and maintaining an open mind as to maybe maybe China. Let me see, where's China? Where's that clip? Well, maybe China. You know where I'm going with this. But scroll, 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 Andy, find it. Come on, I'm where is it? Where is it? Go ahead. <laughs> Andy, like, <laughs> he lost it. He's looking all over the house for it. I know. Where, where is it? Where are we? I got it here. Come on, man. I got too many clips. I can't do oh, this shit God. without it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, wait, 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 Maybe wait. Maybe that's a question you should ask China. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It must have been underneath the um the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really nice comfy sofa you've got, Andy. <laughs> Maybe that's a question you should ask China. Yes, yes. Don't ask mm-hmm. me. Ask China that question. We're asking China this question. We're we're asking directly here on the Andy and Amanda show. Um, yeah. But you know, we we're going to look into that further. And I want I want to get some more information. Maybe even have some guests on the show that are more in a scientific standpoint, knowledgeable than just me looking up information that anybody can look up really. But I'm just kind of relaying to you what I have found and what I've heard and what I've listened to yeah. and read. Um, well, and that's like sorry. Continue. No, go ahead. Good. I thought it was a pause for a moment. <laughs> um, so what, there was that whistleblower, I forget her name now, um, who came from there, uh, from China, and she was a scientist um, working on yes, something. Yes, I remember. I remember I we talked about it several months yeah. ago. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and she's saying that, you know, it, well, it did come from a lab, not necessarily as a weapon, but she had to go quiet about it because they were trying to make it quiet that, you know, they were working on the virus. Um, but not necessarily as a, you know, um, what do you call it? Warfare? Um, yeah. is, it, is it classed as chemical warfare or? Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. 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 I do, but I know I don't. <laughs> so, I, I know yeah. what you mean. I'm right with you. I'm yeah. right with you. I know. Yeah. I mean. It's like speculation at this point. I mean, but it's been out there that she's put it out there. So, yeah, like you said, Andy, it is a possibility, right? It's, it's possibility. And here's, here's the the sad truth 
if that did come from a lab, then let's just suppose for a minute, hypothetically, that it did. Let's just say it did come from a lab. Right, kid. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, let's live there just just for a minute. It's like if if the shoes don't fit, you don't have to wear them. But let's pretend the shoes fit just for a minute, okay? Um, yeah. If we had known, if this had been disclosed at the onset, do you know how much further ahead of the game we would have been, and how the, the, with the, the the reduced toll that this would have had on the population of the world, if we had known that this originated in a lab in terms of us developing a combat for it? Back then, if yeah. China had been honest with us when when this thing broke out, I mean, who who said? And, and this is another question. I'm putting it out there. You know, somebody come back to us with the answers. Who initially said? What authority and what is their background that this thing came out of a meat market, so to speak, an open air market in Wuhan? Who said it? Yeah. Did? Who yeah. said? Who, who was that? Somebody said, "Oh, it came out of meat." Who? Who is it? And what? Who, who traced it to a meat market? And, and how do we know that somebody working in a lab didn't go to that meat market? And, and bam, it's like somebody going to a spreader event here. Yes, if that, yeah. If that's originated. It may, maybe it came out of a meat market, but maybe somebody going to the meat market just got finished a day's work in the lab. That's possible. Absolutely when possible. I say, when I say meat market, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about a dance club. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking oh, about yes, yeah. Who works that meat market anyway? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. yeah. The meat market. The meat market. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I ain't talking about no dance club here. Um, <laughs> but uh, they, they call them open air markets in, in, in China. Open air markets. Okay, that would be more yeah. appropriate, I guess. Yeah. But it, it's interesting just to kind of wear this pair of shoes, so to speak, and and dive into that. And between now and our, our Friday show, I'm going to be exploring this further. And and seeing what what comes back, and I'm also going to try to get some interesting guests on the, the show that can comment, uh, or at least you know pre-record interviews, replace some interviews with folks that might be able to shed some uh, additional light on this. Just because it's just you know I'm talking about it because it's I just started kind of looking into this, and after you know looking at all the evidence of this virus breaking so many rules. All at one shot, yeah. bam, bam, bam. It's yeah. not like this virus that started mutating and then it did this, and then it mutated and then did that. It mutated. It just, out of the gate, was a big-time rule breaker in, yeah. in human biology. It just did things that it's unheard of, really, as far as I know. Yeah. And, I, and I, might be, I might be wrong in some respects. There might be somebody who can – who are welcome to come on and hopefully correct me and say, no, and you know, it's kind of common. I need to tell you, uh, it could have come out of a bat from a market. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Andy, I mean, you sound real good there, dude, but you're kind of off base here. I hope somebody says that to me, but I don't know if they well, will. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with putting, putting, you know, that question yeah. out there and it's good to be yeah. educated. If somebody can, yeah. you know, disclose that information yeah. then wonderful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and I, 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 I like to, you know, I, and we've said this about so many things about the election being stolen, about the polls going into the election, about, you know, conspiracy theories about the Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and New Mexico and Arizona votes and the, the ballot box. We, we've talked about all these base, you know, uh, uh, UPS trucks pulling up in the middle of the night and dropping off uh, uh, Biden ballots to overrule the Trump uh, ballots. I mean, all, all these conspiracies that we've addressed for a very long time. And I think even a long time ago, um, it seems like now, even this, you know, lab, what? Oh, oh, yeah, there's people out there saying, yeah, the Chinese did this intentionally. It's not, you know, 
And I think the way it was expressed back then in the midst of all these other conspiracies, the expression yeah. of that came off like it's one of those other bogus claims. Here we go again. Here's another one. Here's yeah. another one. But yeah. when you start diving into it, and I'd like to encourage our listeners and, and credit our listeners with being bright, inquisitive people um, to look into this like I have done. And that's all I did is look into it and see if you come up with the same result or the same questions, I should say, the same questions that I have in terms of where the origination of this virus may have actually been. And uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. scary in a way. Because what it also yeah. tells me, and let's, okay. again, let's go into the shoes tour and let's wear the shoes that, you know, and, and pretend they fit. They might not fit. Let's pretend they do for a minute. Um, that if humans created this, not, not the base element of the spike protein because that goes back a very long time, but but from that protein created this virus, and the virus was that lethal in less than a year's time. Then what's next? Yes, yes, I know, I know. Can I take, can I develop a virus? Can I develop something in a spritzer bottle and go up and down the street and spray my little spray bottle? with something that gets into the human biology and kills them pretty quickly. That's it. Biological warfare. Thank you, Andy. Biological warfare. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Got there See? in the end. Oh, my See? God. See? <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so I just want to raise that question and give our listeners some homework to do. I'd like everybody, and even Amanda, Cornell, just, you know, let's dive into this and see if we can expand upon it in our next show because if this – is true. And if this came out of a lab in Wuhan, then Lorsi sure has some explaining to do, you know, so to speak. Um, it's it's frightening and it's it's something that, that needs to be looked into and it's something that the Biden administration needs to look into as to as to what, what happens as a result of that if this was designed by human beings. And again, I might be yeah. very far-reaching by saying that. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it came from an open-air market. Maybe it came from a bad blah, 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 you know, just like we've been hearing, and that could very well be the truth. could very well be, right? But what if? Just think, that's all. You know, I, I like to, to analytically think and just, you know, always ask questions. What if? What if? Yes. And, and yeah. when you start thinking of, of this entire crisis, that's affected you know, the entire population of the, of the planet Earth, I think it might be healthy to start thinking about what if and, and, and looking, looking at this virus and looking how it has broken so many rules and laws of, of how viruses behave. Yeah. And now yeah. all the different mutations. And, 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 these, and a, a virus infects a human body then jumps out to another human body and still does, and does the same thing? Start I being, find start, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. I find the whole virus thing fascinating, the way viruses work. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Yep. Well, you know, viruses, you know, go back millions of years. You know, human beings and a lot of people don't, for religious reasons, don't believe this, but human evolution from its core started 7 million years ago. And we've come a long way from the chimpanzee. You know, not not the ape. Oh, people, humans evolved from the ape. No, we actually evolved the chimpanzee. You know, not the ape. Yeah. You know, we are more genetically similar to the chimpanzee than we are the ape. 
I mean, we're not that genetically similar to the ape. We're very, very close to the chimpanzee. My uncle Rudolph, for example. How cute they are. That, yeah. uh, see, see, that's why people, Andy, you're so cute. You remind me of my chimpanzee. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you all, thank you all. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I my whole life, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so, but no. um, when, when you think about um, evolution and how we came to be, I mean, we, 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 you know, there's historical, there's physical evidence of our evolution. A lot of people say, oh, my God, we were Adam and Eve. Somebody bit the apple and somebody else appeared. I'm like, okay. <laughs> anyway. They were the magician. Moving right along. Talking about conspiracy theories. Anyway, um, so so we evolved, and, and a lot of people will say, oh, you know, and I, and I respect everybody's religious beliefs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not putting you down if you if you believe, and uh, I'm an atheist. I've said it many times on the show, but even even many people who are not atheists still believe in evolution. You know, you don't have to be an evolution, an atheist, to think that we didn't evolve. You know, many, many people know as a fact that we did evolve, whatever their belief Religious beliefs, like putting that aside, they still okay. We we evolved. We didn't. It was nobody snapped their fingers and human beings appeared. That didn't work that way. But anyway, and that's a fact. Yeah, I believe science and and, uh, religion can go hand in hand. They do have, um, you know. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen many because as an atheist, it interests me a lot to see um, interviews and articles that uh, involved anthropologists, paleontologists, geologists. Mm -hmm. Um, interviewed who had strong religious convictions, and yet they say here, look, you know, I can tie this, this, and this together um, that we evolved. But it doesn't mean that that evol- in their minds that the whole process of evolution wasn't somehow guided by a power of the universe. Now, whether that was intelligent power or just a a power of the universe, I mean, you know, my God, there's billions of stars, and many, most of them have planets to go around them, and there might be life on some of these planets. Billions of light years away from us right now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's scary to think about, isn't it? It's, it's so incredible. That's it is. amazing, man. It's like amazing to me how far the stars are. They say they the stars are bigger than the Earth. Wow. Like millions of them out there. Millions. It's incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah, you know, you know what's kind of interesting? If you look at the construction of an atom, and if you remember back in high school or college, chemistry and physics classes, and you kind of go into what what an atom is and what it looks like. If you were a microscopic, billion, trillion, gillion, whatever number comes after that, microscopically small, right? The atom would look very much like our universe to you. Wow. Yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't say it. I do yeah, know what you're saying. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy, didn't um, Einstein break the atom? No. Um, um, Einstein? That was Tiny Tim you're thinking of. Oh, my, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Tip two through the tulips. But no, uh, I, yeah, Einstein, um, uh, what did he do? He he uh, bit the apple? No, that was, that was Newton. No, he didn't bit the apple. I hope no, not. Who dropped the feathers and the and the lead weight? That was Newton, right? Newton's uh, law of gravity. Yeah, but Einstein did that, and that's how he came up with uh, with nuclear fusion um, equals mc yeah. squared two equals mc two. All that stuff. Yeah, I remember that. I remember studying all that stuff. But anyway, um, so it's kind of interesting when you look up at the sky on a clear night and you see stars, and the light that you're seeing 
in, in many instances was created before the earth was ever here. Yes. And it's already so dead. You, yeah, could be, could be. Or so there. Said, it's true. Yeah, or, 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 or you're seeing the or, or we're seeing or we're seeing stars in the process of dying, but that already happened in our lifetime in our time billions of years ago. But we're seeing it now. It's like, oh my God. I mean, it's so spooky. And I, you know, base, just looking at that alone, just seeing, you know, the, the, you know, the magnificence of it all would yeah. very easily and comfortably, that's more the word, not easily, but comfortably, have someone believe that some kind of power snapped their fingers, a grand wizard or whatever you want to call it, said, you know, and, and made all this happen because how could it possibly happen? How? But what if? But it did. And sometimes you just say, "Okay, it did," and live there. Okay, that's it happened. Now there's all there's, there's we can go into physics and, and 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 the Big Bang theory and all these things and you know equations and go on forever um, and show how it did and why and it all makes sense and make it make it make sense on paper mathematically. And remember, a study of astronomy, folks, is not looking at stars. It's putting mathematical equations together on paper. Astronomers don't look up in the sky. They look down on a piece of paper with equations on it. That's, that's what astronomers do. That's what yeah. astronomers do, you know. And they say that everything but, is made up of from mathematics, you know. Yeah, everything. The whole world. The whole, for everything. Yeah. The whole world is two plus two equals four. I never got that right, which is why I became a guitar player. I always said five. <laughs> 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 wow. So, you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh bless you darling but anyway so that's Kimball's yes. Corner for this Wednesday those are my thoughts and ideas <laughs> you mean Monday no <laughs> oh, I have one more thing one more thing I want to add what was it do you remember what could that have been wait a minute it was on my mind for a second what I want to add to that oh yeah oh yeah 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 here it is right okay let's say that was a Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Big, wasn't that, isn't that the name of a TV show? I got that wrong. Big yeah. Bang Theory is the name of a TV show. Yeah, I love that show. <laughs> but, it, okay, so let's say there's a Big Bang. Not a Big Bang Theory. That's a TV show. Let's say there was. Well, Andy, there was, actually. I've seen it a lot of times. It's a pretty good show. Okay, <laughs> not a Big Bang. The Big Bang period, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying. The Big Bang. The boom, and, and gases shot out, and those gases are spinning, spinning puffs of smoke, and they form planets and stars and all this stuff. Okay. Before that, okay, so there was no universe. There were no stars. There was nothing. There was this huge, nebulous, uh, you know, clouds of, of methane and gas and helium and, and oxygen and uh, you know, nitrogen and just, you know, just – it became so huge. And as it enlarged, its gravitational force became larger and larger. I mean bigger than you could ever imagine in your head how large this thing was. And, it, and, it, and it's, as it develops mass, its gravitational field also increased. And as it contracted and contracted and contracted and contracted, and boom, bam, there's the origin of the universe in this Big Bang. Okay, so let's go I back before that. Been... Let's go yeah. back before that. Space occupied itself. So you can never say – so if you can say there was nothing before that, well, nothing is something, and therefore there was never nothing. Wow. Yeah. You just blow my mind mm-hmm. again. Where's it going? Yeah. <laughs> there was never anything. <laughs> nothing. So nothing can really never exist. 
if you say what do you, what if you say if I man if I said what are you doing you came back and said what are you, and you said nothing that's not true you can't be doing nothing because you have a relationship with the with the earth yes yeah so like, nothing no, nothing yeah so nothing can exist think about that for a second it's not possible for nothing to actually occur it's impossible that's right I like your thinking Andy yes I agree with that completely knowing that it's not possible for nothing to occur, then how probable is it for something to occur? Huh. Wow. Hey, Andy, you know what? It's a hipster somewhere listening to us right now. Say, oh, my God, that Andy's a deep dude. He's <laughs> 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 oh a good answer, dude. You hear what he's saying? <laughs> Join my congregation, people. My people. <laughs> my people. I really fucked with that guy, man. He's one He's like a great dude, guy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so totally he awesome, said, dude. He said nothing means nothing, and I've been saying it all day. Hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's very I just, cool, man. I can't take it. I got to take it. Hey, dude. Mm, hey, dude. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I'm, uh, hey, dude. Pretty, 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 pretty powerful there, man. I'm on. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't quit your change up, man. Keep on doing your thing. Thank you. Don't quit your day job. No, I don't. We're not recommending quit it. You have the day job. I think you speak very interesting yeah, language, very but very not language we want to hear. We don't know. Yes. Hey, you know, um, here's the very interesting thing. Yeah. A police officer was killed in the wow. Capitol riots on January 6th. Officer Sicknick. Um, and his this past week, his body was... Uh, uh, laid in state, lied in state, however, however it goes, in the Capitol building. Um, and uh, uh, Jill and Joe Biden, overnight hours came down and paid their respects, and it was opening. Most of the members of Cong- Congress came by. Um, and here's what is interesting. We've heard a lot about the, the, the riot and the insurrection and these people and 160 arrests, more to follow. You know, thousands of videos that have been turned into the FBI and other investigative um, offices. Um, who killed Officer Sicknick? Mm. You know, and we don't hear – think about it. We heard five people died. The one woman who was shot, who, who was from mm. California, came down. who went through a window and was shot by police officers as she broke yeah. through a window. Um, one woman was trampled to death on the Capitol steps, and strangely enough, she's 34 years old. She wore a, uh, a shirt that said, don't tread on me. Um, she was killed, uh, but wow. trampled to death, and and other folks died as a result of being there, heart attacks or something else. But but five people died there, January sixth. The insurrection caused the death of five human beings, right? That that would not be yeah. dead if they didn't march on the Capitol. And this yeah. police officer was killed violently. He was beaten over the head with the fire extinguisher, I believe. And the question is: Is there anything being done about the status of the inv- investigation of the murder of Officer Sicknick? I mean. One of the things that looms specifically over this incredibly solemn and moving ceremony that we're seeing you know, now and his body you know, lying in the state of the Capitol is that there is a federal murder investigation that has opened into his death. I, I'm not hearing anything about is, 
are we investigating who killed this guy? Uh, are there any clues? Are there any hints? We haven't heard anything from the medical examiner. We haven't heard anything from the prosecutors. We don't know of anybody being arrested. We don't know of suspects or leads in the murder. Might we have any information um, at all as to who killed this person? And somebody knows who they are. And there's somebody out there right now who is at the Capitol building who killed this officer. And what we do know is that hundreds of members of Congress whose lives were threatened on January 6th in the Capitol, uh, they were all very interested in making sure that we get the justice uh, that, we, that is deserved for Officer Sicknick and that the investigation is ongoing. I think it's important that we don't, uh, uh, you know, rely on the investigative uh, offices, the FBI and police and so forth, and, and don't expect them to comment on the blow-by-blow, blow, so to speak, of an investigation. But uh, I'm willing to, to, to gamble um, that there is an extremely motivated group of people that want to bring people uh, – uh, you know, one, two, three, or more, you know, however many involved in, in killing him uh, that want to bring them yeah. to justice for what they have done uh, to a rank-and-file police officer. You know, and that's what Yusiknik yeah. was. He was a Capitol police officer doing his job and trying to defend the Capitol from these uh, these terrorist thugs that call themselves patriots. And there's a lot of intensity behind the scenes, I'm willing to imagine right now, in finding out exactly who was involved. And it's something I want to stay on top of this program because I don't hear any other media outlet staying on top of this. And I think somebody needs to stay on top of this. Somebody killed this guy. You know, is there yeah. defending our capital? He died as a result. He's a dad. He's a young dad. You know, he died doing his job, a police officer. Um, and I think it's something that we need to, to, um, to stay on top of as much as we can find out anything. I couldn't find out anything. You know, yeah. but we do know there's a couple of hundred thousand plus leads that have been turned over to the FBI, over 2,000 cameras on Capitol Hill. There's over 2,000 cam cameras on 24-7 wow. on Capitol Hill. Yep. And imagine it would be pr pretty much the same where you are, uh, Amanda, um, I guess in every government, you know, main legislative offices and, and so yeah. forth. There's cameras probably everywhere. Well, I think um, the Americans are pretty shocked at how many cameras we have normally on the street as well. Yeah, it's a, yeah. There's a camera, you know? It's amazing. Um, Whenever there's a crime, you say, here's the video. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So when I'm, walk, when I'm walking down the, the street eating my tasty cake, somebody's... <laughs> somebody's sat there looking at you. Yeah, saying, hey, who's that dude? That Which looks like a nice he, cake. Yeah, what's... what's <laughs> he you know, what's he... Uh, what's, what's that good... Oh, that must be Andy from the Andy Demand Show. What's he got? Let's see. <laughs> He's got taste Claire. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, man, that's that dude that rock. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Let's get back to you. The amount of cravings that they have just by seeing people eating things. Because you know when you see some somebody eat something, it triggers, like, a craving within yourself. And yeah. um, can you imagine how many people have got to watch those cameras and seeing all those things thinking, oh, I want a coffee. Oh, I want McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Amanda. Yeah. What do you think of Mark Lester on Monday? Let's talk about that. I know we talked a yeah. bit after he was. Uh, what do you think? What a guy! What a guy! I absolutely adore him. Everybody always said wonderful things about him over the years. I've known about him, obviously from seeing the movies as a kid. But he was talked about quite often throughout my time because of the fact that he had a clinic here. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I knew about him and you know heard all these wonderful stories about him that you know he was a nice guy mm -hmm. and. Um, down to earth, and so you know, the fact that we managed to get him on the show, my god, 
goodness. That Amazing. Was just, yeah. yeah. Hey, like, hey, pretty yeah. incredible. Hey, hey, Cornell, know what we should do? Yes. We should send him a case of... Nobody bakes a cake as tasty as a tasty cake. Nobody bakes a cake as tasty as a tasty Think. Why not? <laughs> That's such a shameful ad. <laughs> hey, uh, Amanda, would you do me a favor? Would you get yes. Cornell the uh, the address of the Carlton Clinic there where you are, and uh, and we'll send him a case of uh, Tasty Cakes. If we, I guess we can send him overseas. I don't see why not. Um, I think yeah. you're allowed to send stuff over, but I think yeah. I don't know if the whole Brexit thing has an effect. I'll look into it. And look into it. Yeah. Hey, do me a favor. Please. See if we can do it. Don't don't tell Mark, you know, because I know you guys no. are, are going back and forth there. But um, let's. Um, he's probably listening now. Uh, he, yeah. Oh well, he probably is actually. Oh well. Hey, hey, Mark, we're going to send you a, a Philadelphia, a Philadelphia delicacy. It's a uh, snacks or tasty cakes or incredible pies, different kinds of cakes with some with fillings and some little, you know, miniature cakes and, uh, you know, they're they're phenomenal. It's a they're they're really, really good, really good, and the, and, pies. Uh, and the pies are incredible. Yes, and thank <laughs> and, and and Cornell. I'm here in California. I'm from Philadelphia, and um, grew up on Tasty Cakes, which explains my girlish figure. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so um, but anyway, the um, but we should send, uh, you know, what time is it here? Mark, no, he's seeing patients right now. I'm going to bet he's not listening to us right now, I think. If he is, there's no surprise. But let's, uh, let's do that. Let's find out if we can send him a case of Tasty Cakes, and we will uh, we'll do so. That'll be, God, that'll be great. When people come on our show, that should be our thank you, like a case of Tasty yeah, Cakes. We, we, call, we call it the Andy and Amanda um, gift pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that and, and a... And a, and a uh, we can get them a, a, a dildo from the store where Rudy, Rudy Giuliani was uh, doing his press conference from. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, uh, neither did I. Just to let y'all know. It's all on you, Andy. It's, it's all, all on me. Got me looking out the window again. <laughs> Cornell's looking for those escalades. Yeah. I'm uh, thinking in my desk chair right now. I don't now. know what it is. It's something about when people get on our show. They like those black ass escalates. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember when Rudy Giuliani gave that, that when the oil was busted out of his ears, or the hair dye, whatever it was, um, and he gave that press conference? Uh, we talked about it at the time, um, uh, uh, spewing all these conspiracy theories about how the election was stolen, and he was in the parking lot, was shared by a. Uh, a, um, a, a ground, a nursery store, and an adult uh, porn uh, 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 toy store. Uh, and that's where he gave the press. Uh, unbelievable. 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 He's funny. being speaking, Rudy. Yeah, really. Uh, speaking of which, Rudy, this is news. Rudy Giuliani is being sued for $1.3 billion by Dominion uh, for def- defamation. Because he went everywhere, wow. everywhere, and started talking about how the uh, and just so people know, Dominion is a company that manufactures 
uh, computer machinery that reads paper ballots. And I, I did a paper ballot here in California. It's all touchscreen computer, and you, fit, you, you vote for who you're voting for. You answer all your questions, whatever it is, and it shows you on the screen. And then you hit another button. It prints out your paper ballot, and you've got a chance to review it, make sure everything is what you wanted. And if it is, then you insert this paper ballot through a reader, and it, the paper ballot goes to a box. They have a record of it, but the, all the information that you voted for is then tabulated by this computer. The computers are made by a company called Dominion, and they've been doing this for a very long time. They're highly scrutinized by Congress, by election boards of election in states across the country that utilize their services, and they're very credible. They're very honest. They've never gone wrong or skew. Um, and for some odd reason, that was one of the conspiracy theories that the Trump campaign said, oh, Dominion, we have evidence. They changed all the votes. After you put the paper ballot in and it reads it, it's changed. It changed from Biden, uh, from Trump to Biden. Everybody actually voted for Trump. Nobody voted for Biden. The election was stolen. So Rudy Giuliani went ahead and, and, spe and spewed all this bullshit and really it, it damaged the reputation of the credible, very credible reputation um, of Dominion, um, and they're you know they're not they're not hearing two bits of it. They're suing them, 1.3 billion dollars, and that's what Rudy's got to deal with right now, and deservedly so. I hope they nail him. Hope they disbar the guy. Whatever. I hope he gets what's coming to him. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. But anyway, that's going on. Other things in the news is House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy broke his silence on Wednesday over the uproar caused by freshman rep Marjorie Taylor Greene. Remember we spoke about her last week and Monday, I guess. Yes. Um, uh, her conspiracy theory views, oh my God, suggesting that uh, Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi should have a bullet through the head, that um, there's Jewish laser beam out of her face, uh, that Republicans will not, uh, they don't want Republicans to... Uh, to strip her from her committee assignments, um, the main one being her education uh, committee assignment. Um, so, you know, oh my God, how she represents the people of America is beyond me, and how she got voted into office with everything she said and done is beyond me. But anyway, yeah. um, so working on that, um, and uh, here's what also is happening Liz Cheney, who's very well known, um, a congresswoman. Uh, voted for the impeachment, Republican Congresswoman voted for the impeachment of Donald Trump. Um, Cheney told the House, and now there's a whole move to get her out of office, to resign her from all her committee appointments because she, as Republican, voted to impeach, and he should have been impeached, and he was, of course. Um, Cheney told the House Republican Conference um, that she's not going to apologize. And um, you know, Cheney was one of the handful of House Republicans to cross party lines and support the impeachment of former President Donald Trump for inciting the uh, insurrection at the U.S. Capitol that left uh, left the pe five people dead that we just spoke of. And uh, yeah. it's interesting, even yeah. as President Joe Biden works to uh, shore up Democratic support for his $1.9 trillion COVID-19 stimulus plan and the um, uh, the country remains in a pitched kind of political uproar fight against the virus. All the political world is talking about these days um, is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, what she said and what she – and in the meantime, we just read you know, a while ago the death toll in the United States and how many people are getting this case. And what we're hearing more about in the news is this wacko conspiracy theorist idiot, uh, uh, an incredible idiot. I think if you look – idiot up in the dictionary, you'd see her picture, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's what you're seeing. Um, but anyway, President Joe Biden um, 
and his new Secretary of Homeland Security are already facing resistance from the immigration agents empowered by former President Donald Trump to take their gloves off after Texas judge last week temporarily blocked President Biden's order to uh, pause deportations for 100 days. Immigration agents did not hesitate to use the brief window to break with the incoming president's new tone because um, Biden wanted to halt all immigration uh, deportations for right now. Let's sort this thing out. You know, Trump came in office kicking everybody who he felt for, you know, the, you know, everybody should leave if you're, I mean, we all know about that. If you're not a citizen, if you're not in the process of being a citizen, if you got here illegally, if you're working, if you're, if you're contributing, if you're not a citizen and you have, you're making an incredible contribution to the United States about what you're doing here, if you're paying your taxes, your kids are raised here, sorry, you got to leave. And we all know about the separation of kids from their parents at the border, kids put in cages under the Trump administration. We know that. Well, a Texas judge um, prevented Biden's program to halt those uh, deportations uh, for 100 days. We'll, we'll follow that up on the show. And that's pretty much what the headlines are here in the United States. We could go on. There's more, but I think that we, we covered the uh, we covered the, the highlights of the headlines. I think uh, in this episode. Yeah. And, um, okay. and I, I keep forgetting I keep forgetting to talk about the AVN um, winners. Oh yes. Maybe on the yeah. next show. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Do we like that? <laughs> next show. Yeah. All right, Cornell, remind me. Yeah, remind Definitely. me. We'll talk, we'll talk about that. Oh, Yes. So we'll get more into that <laughs> on, on the next, next show. On the next oh, show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what? Anything that we missed on today's show that we should, you know, we talked about a lot of cool things. I think in the show. Anything that. Uh, that, that. Uh, I can't can't really think of anything else to touch on at this point, Andy. Yeah, cool. And again, I, I think, think the, the, news, the news headlines in your corner of the globe, Amanda, where you are, is uh, Captain Sir Thomas Moore's passing, 100 years old. Yeah. Bless him. Again, in giving our listeners homework, please look, you know, you know, YouTube or Google Captain Sir Thomas Moore, and what what a human being. What, a, what amazing, amazing, and he absolutely, uh, yeah, he's adorable. Yep. Yep. So anyway, we're uh, we're 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 past our allotted time. Ah, yes, we are. We are indeed, Andy. We uh, we could sing him a couple of tunes. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> no, no, oh, you don't want to hear me. You don't want to hear me. Oh wait. You might want to, you might want to, you might, you might. Oh, no, I know what's coming. <laughs> I already know, a man, he can't prepare. Oh, no. We're caught in a trap. Hey. So, folks. So, I think uh, we'll wrap up today's show. The And for those who are hearing this on a podcast, perhaps tomorrow on the 4th of February, just so this show was recorded live. On February 3rd, 2021, and uh, we reload the show. You'll hear it several. You'll hear it tonight, tomorrow, a couple times. We'll be back live on Friday, the 5th of February, at um, 
at I think five or five thirty, whichever. I'm not sure which one right now. Um, on Friday, and we'll have lots to talk about and get into our Freaky Friday program. Our Freaky Friday program. Absolutely. Oh, what off? You must be hearing this. You must be hearing things. You, you must be hearing things. But anyway, uh, oh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, my gosh. I think we heard that song more than Elvis in the studio. In the studio. <laughs> yeah. in a he tra- probably say, cut that shit off. <laughs> yeah. Should I replace it with a different Elvis song? Should I replace it with a different Elvis tune? Yeah. Uh, that, 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 anything I think at this point would be better, but we'll, yeah. sure we'll get tired of the other one as oh well. Oh my gosh, I know, man. <laughs> um, how about blue suede shoes or something? Yeah. Like that, uh, yeah. That's a bit more rocking. Yeah, I'll get blue suede shoes. We'll, we'll yeah. play with that one for a while. Thank you for that. We'll play with that and one. Then I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I hate blue suede shoes. I'm throwing them in the trash. <laughs> you, you know the you know the crazy thing? I know very little about Elvis and really in, don't listen to Elvis myself. Well, what what starts you today? What do you have to drink there, Cornell? Um, tonight I'm drinking water because yesterday I was drinking more than more than water. Oh, mm. excellent! I am doing the same. What I say is what I what I say, what I say is what I say. Person, yeah, woman, man. Camera, TV. I wonder if he's like pacing around the Marlago down there, going. You just gave me a good idea. I'll talk about it off the off when we get off air. I want to hear. Yes. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's yeah, let's get Donald Trump on the show. You know what I thought about today? I'm going to. I, I didn't do this yet. I was planning on doing it. Just wondering how I'm going to do it. I'm going to contact. I'm going to call Marlago. I'm going to invite Donald Trump on the show, and give him a free microphone to speak. Because he's banned from every social media there is, except the Andy and Amanda show. Think right. about it. He has no way of expressing himself right now. He can't. He's, been, he's a guy who's did, you know, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of Twitters. His president, his whole term in office, can't can't get a word out, except on our show he can. Uh oh. So I think we <laughs> we should invite him on the show, if he'll do it. And 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 have a candid conversation with uh, with the former president. What do you guys think? I'm down. That, that would be so cool. So I'm gonna do cool. it. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna contact uh, see if I can get in touch with his folks. His, have our people contact his people. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. give him give him give him space to say what's on his mind and and where this internet you know public talk show. We're in 15 countries around the world with a strong base: the United States, Canada, the UK. And uh, and Germany, Brazil, those are the yeah. top like five or whatever it is. But anyway, um, yeah. we should go for it. We'll try it. it would, we'll see if we it can would get definitely it. be interesting. It would be, and I, I would give him every due respect. Well, you got to draw a line somewhere. But I would, give, I would, you know. I'd yeah, he may not give it you in return, Andy. But yeah. <laughs> 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 Just to throw it out there. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to see if I get home. Also, we have another guest coming on our show, folks. We're lining this up now with none other than. See you, Amanda. Oh, you ain't for me. Okay. Well, we're working on to have Derek Lyon on the show. And uh, he's been in every movie from Indiana Jones to um, Star Wars to so many of them. And basically, he have a uh, he's a spectacular guy. He's a very well-known actor and, you know, yeah. he's working on it. We're going to get it. Derek, if you're listening, yeah. come on. Yeah, Derek, if you're listening. <laughs> but, yeah, so man is working. And he's in the UK, correct? He lives. He lives there. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Yep. So Amanda's kind of working that out, and we look forward to having him on there. So, and also might want to add uh, that Mark Lester will be returning to our program, um, and we'll be talking. We had a kind of a crazy technical uh, connection last time he was on the show. We're going to remedy that and uh, bring him back on to kind of uh, summarize what we talked to uh, about on our previous show, and also uh, get more in depth about what his current. Um, passion is and his career is in the medical profession, acupuncture profession and osteopathic medicine and healing. And the, what, a, what a great guy, what a knowledgeable, effective, passionate guy about, uh, you know, everything that he's involved in. It's, it's so great and refreshing to see. And we look forward to bringing Mark Lester back on the program as well, which is something yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so that being said, and um, yeah. I guess, uh, Amanda, I'll have you, uh, I, I guess we covered everything there is to cover, and I've I, had so yeah. so much excitement I just can't take anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's I good to know. Can't take it anymore. Yeah. I just, you know, I've, you know, I just can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what they say? Uh, uh, I stood all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. Yeah, that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you want to take away? I want to leave everybody with one more question. Let me leave them with one more question that they, they should answer. Sure. Put your life in another man's hands. Okay, think about uh, yeah. that. My dad. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Well, Amanda, Darling. take it away. Okay. From Andy Kimball in Hollywood and Cornell Butler in the wonderful Delaware and myself, Amanda Love in the UK. Thank you so much for joining us for another show. And, you know, it's been great having you here. Uh, take care, keep smiling and stay safe. And uh, we'll see you on the next show. Goodbye. Take care, everybody. Bye. We'll see you Friday now. Bye-bye. Take care. Have a good one.